This is the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Catch them weekdays for the all-new Hyundai Kona. Welcome to the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Now, every year we catch up with this man who's a mega radio star over there in the United States for... FS1, Fox Sports Radio, alongside Callan Cowherd and Dan Patrick, and the list goes on. We're talking about Dougie Gottlieb, who was live from Las Vegas to preview the Super Bowl. He's the great man. Well, listeners, what about this? This great man, he is in the midst of things over there in Las Vegas, the United States, preparing for Super Bowl number 58. It is the Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers, and he's a staple when it comes to the NFL and other sports, basketball as well. So this time of year, I get the parlay out. Fox Sports Radio, Colin Cowherd, Dan Patrick, and this man's my favourite, Dougie Gottlieb. And I'm pleased to say, live from Las Vegas, Doug Gottlieb, the superstar of American Radio, joins the run home with Joel and Fletch. G'day, Doug. G'day, how are you guys? Mate, we're going well. Super Bowl 58 shaping up. It's quite the story. Two big-name teams for different reasons. How's the vibe there live in Las Vegas? Um, you know, it's it's Wednesday, so today's t- today and tomorrow are the day that a lot of uh, people start to show up, and then, you know, uh, you get to the big corporate parties Thursday, Friday, and obviously the weekend's going to be a different animal altogether. But, but it's good, you know, it's... Um, Vegas is climbing. You know, everybody thinks of it because in the summer it's the desert, it's hot, palm trees, that it's going to be like that all year. And it's the high desert, so it's at altitude. So there are times in which you can get some kind of crummy weather. And we got rain the first couple of days. The rain stopped, but it's still kind of cool and brisk. You know, wear a jacket. So it's not like Miami uh, or Arizona as a Super Bowl, but, you know, this is a great event town. And, you know, anybody, like I'm going to, I know you went to see U2 when you were here. Mm. Like any performer is already either already here or performing this weekend, so I think it's going to be a spectacular weekend. So so far, uh, a little bit more people than the past couple of years. And I think some of that is Vegas and the ease. You know, everybody can fly nonstop here. San Francisco is a very short flight from here, cheap flight. And then I think you know you have big name teams, but you also have the Taylor Swift effect. I think makes it a little bit more mainstream than it's been previously, but it's a huge event, so I'm not sure if it has that much effect. Doug, I was thinking about that Taylor Swift, and it is a huge event um, in Australia. We're still, but but it's growing by the day. You know, back in the day, not everyone was an NFL fan, but now now it's more increasing. Sure. Taylor Swift, the player of the game. There's no doubt about it. The most valuable player in the main, who may end up one day the greatest player the NFL has ever seen, is Patrick Mahomes. But Travis Kelsey, of course, is the beau of Taylor Swift. Globally, who do you actually think would be the biggest name as a result of the Swift effect? Is it Patrick Mahomes or is it Travis Kelsey? Uh, Globally, I think it'd be Kelsey, right? Um, He's actually in as many or maybe more commercials. Um, His brother, who just retired, you know, won a Super Bowl, played against him in the Super Bowl last year, uh, is also kind of a big name. And uh, they've kind of figured this thing out, you know. Usually, the guys who we celebrate are, um, are the quarterbacks and the and the skill position players. You know, for a tight end, tight ends we've seen before have some success, but his brother's a center. Like that's kind of usually we don't hear from those guys. So I think it'd be Kelsey. Um, Mahomes has a chance to be viewed as the greatest player in this sport. Like he's only been doing it for six years as a starting quarterback, and this is his fourth Super Bowl. That's unheard of. Uh, but 
in terms of globally, you can't compare with the the Taylor Swift effect. But I think Travis would uh, would be the case. Doug, I have uh, got on the record here on the radio here, the run home with Joel and Fletch. I, I just cannot see a world in which Mahomes doesn't get this done. It's his fourth Super Bowl. His only loss was to Brady. His only playoff losses to been to Brady or Joe Burrow. You've got this man who I'll get you to explain what Mr. Irrelevant is, but this man, Brock Purdy, who only this time last year, or probably a bit further back than this time last year, was maybe the third seed there at the 49ers. It's a different kettle of fish. When you turn up to the Super Bowl, the inferno of the pressure that turns up, this guy here who's been just flying, tiptoeing through the tulips, so to speak, in this playoff series, Mahomes, they can't touch him. I just don't see a world in which, I know they're the outsiders, uh, particularly there in Vegas, but I can't see a world in which the great man doesn't get it done. Do you have the same sentiment? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's usually the way it works. At the end of the day, you bet on the best quarterback, and he's the best quarterback, and he's playing differently than he's played in previous years because they don't have the guys around him on offense. So he plays it smart, gets a lead, and plays maybe not not to lose, but not to make mistakes, which is different because early in his career he just kind of played, went out there and played backyard football and threw it around, and eventually they figured it out. So you know, look, the, you you built it right. Like the construct of these teams are polar opposite. They're built, the, the Chiefs are built kind of solely around him and Travis Kelsey, like two guys, and they just hope the rest of the guys make enough plays. Whereas the Niners, they're built where they have stars kind of everywhere except the quarterback, and they have a young quarterback, his name is Brock Purdy, who's a good player at a, the, the school played at a high level, Iowa State, but they're traditionally not a powerhouse. And they had his first couple of years, they had really, really good seasons. And his senior year was kind of disappointing. And he's just kind of an average looking dude. He's six feet tall. He's nothing special athletically. He's really smart, but he lacks kind of that special something. You know, Pat Mahomes has this unbelievable arm. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. He can throw it anywhere. This guy has to do everything kind of precise. And, but he has better guy players around him. So it's going to be really interesting as people try and build their team. What's the smarter way to build a team? Because traditionally it's been search and search and search for the star quarterback. While the quarterback's a rookie, you know, or a rookie contract, first five years, you build the roster. And then hopefully you're good enough to where when you have to shed some guys as they get older, because they make a lot more money, then you have a, a great quarterback and a good team. This team, you know, um, he's on, Brock Purdy's on a rookie contract, but, uh, you know, he was the last pick of the draft. That's why they call it Mr. Irrelevant. And he makes very little money in, in the context of the NFL, like $800,000. So remember, Pat Mahomes, he makes like $45 million, and, and Brock Purdy makes less than a million dollars. Why does that matter? Well, there's one pile of money, you know, there's like a, it's like $165 million you can spend on your team. There's 53 guys. So if you spend $46 million on one guy, well, you're going to have to cut some corners elsewhere. It's not any different than if you redo a house, right? You redo a house and your budget is $100,000. You're like, all right, well, we want to spend sixty in the kitchen. Okay, well, that means you know, you're not going to be able to do anything great. Well, if you decide to not touch the kitchen and use that $100,000, you can put in a gold toilet, right? Well, that's, <laughs> what, that's what the Niners have. They have gold toilets. They have great handles. They have everything. And then they just have a steady quarterback who's young but really, really precise with what he does. And I think that's really the story of the game is which is the better way to build a team. And that was the Tom Brady um, 
play, I suppose, yeah. where, where he would take a bit of a haircut to ensure that he could have all those uh, renovations in place, so to speak. Uh, he, he was out here last week, uh, Tommy Brady. He's done a deal with the Brisbane Broncos. Half of Australia is going to descend upon Vegas in a couple of weeks, Doug, so you'll see maybe escape from... I know. <laughs> maybe escape from wait, Vegas. Wait, what week? Uh, it's the 3rd of March, Sunday the 3rd of March. You know, if you can make it out for that weekend, the weather is going to be amazing. And the time of year for here in March, in terms of betting on American sports, is awesome. Like, I would really encourage people to make that trip. I think they are working on the National Rugby League, which is our code here, working on getting maybe a Jason Kelsey involved. Certainly uh, the Philadelphia Eagle, um, Jordan Mailata. I think he's going to be part of the build-up to that as well. Just, Just getting back to Brock Purdy. Um, I mean, seriously, some of the reporters, this is the biggest stage, one of the biggest events in the world. It's one of the top five events in the world, which is the Super Bowl. And you've got some of these reporters, I mean, fair dinkum, Doug, you can't put brains in statues. Somebody asked Brock Purdy about a comparison to him and Lee Harvey Oswald. Did you see that one? I did. You know, the thing about, we talked about this on my show, comparing people to other people. It only works if the person you're comparing them to is super hot. like if you compare me to steve buscemi even if i look like steve buscemi you know that's not a compliment you compare me to brad pitt who's not gonna be one to be compared to brad pitt yes i do look like brad pitt yes he is my long lost brother you know so comparing him to somebody who assassinated the president of the united states it's probably not something anybody would like first of all like brock purdy is literally 24 years old so Mm. i mean you're digging deep into the history books and secondly yeah, I don't know why you're comparing him to a guy who murdered the President of the United States. No, exactly right. Andy Reid, he was asked about Taylor Swift, which he couldn't give a rat's about. Uh, Joe Buck on the Super Bowl, he had this to say. He said, I don't have any desire to be there. There's going to be some story. There's going to be something that happens because it's Vegas and it won't stay in Vegas. There's going to be something big that happens. I don't know what. I have no idea. Uh, that is going to be a mess in my mind, says Joe Buck. I believe he's not even going. Now, I tend to agree with him. Um but uh, you never know how that plays out. Hopefully it wasn't at the Colin Cowherd like, party I, last I night. I do think the old, the old stories of Vegas, I don't know. I just Vegas has cleaned up its act a lot. Yes. And Look, if you want to find trouble, you can find trouble elsewhere. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Pat Mahomes' dad was at home and got a DUI. So you can, like, you can get into trouble anywhere if you really – you want to find trouble, you'll find it. And it's, you know, almost after, always after midnight. And I think Vegas has done a great job. I mean, you know, since Tupac was murdered here and, you know, they had the all-star game in mm. 2007 and, and the NBA was kind of embarrassment. Like since then it's been, they've done a really good job of keeping stuff buttoned up, keeping the riffraff out. So I'll, you know, and I, part of it is like all these events are, it's not cheap. Hotel rooms aren't cheap. You know, you got to find a way to get tickets. You got to know somebody. I do think it prices a lot of the riffraff out. I, I don't, I don't see, that level of trouble coming in the Super Bowl. But, I, you know, maybe I'm blind to it. I just think it costs too much money for somebody to come here and, and with the idea of mine to get, get into trouble. Welcome back to the Best of the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Now, we have been previewing all of the teams, and I reckon this team probably has the biggest bandwidth as to where they could finish. I'm talking about a team in 2022, absolutely sore, but in 2023 regressed in a major way. The Cowboys, Cowboys fans, here's your preview for 2024. Let's talk about the previews of the National Rugby League teams, Brian. We move on to the might of the Cowboys, who were within a game of winning the or making the grand final about 12, 18 months ago when mm-hmm. Parramatta bombed them out. 
Yes. They fell from grace. Yep. Last year. From a prelim final to 11th. The gains, Viliame Vailia, Thomas McKayley from the Warrington Wolves. The lose, James Taumau, who retired. Peter Hiku, uh, Mitch Dunn, Ben Hampton, Brendan Elliott, Riley Price, Gemmett Shivasaki, Jakey Burke and Taniela Sedruga. Uh, this is how the team possibly looks. Mm. Drinky, the fullback. The wingers, Murray Talangi. Uh, then you've got a list of Kyle Felt, Rob Darby, Semi um, Valame. Um, centers, Val Holmes. Zach Laybutt, who's on the rise. 5'8", mm. Tommy Dearden. He's got a mortgage on that. Uh, Brooksy's put Jake Granville in every single player position. <laughs> well, player he well, he's playing. He played front row. <laughs> he last went year. close last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every single player, he's got him in, in the contention. Chad Towns in the halfback, but Thomas Duffy's the man we're looking forward to seeing, Brian. Well, they've got Jakey Clifford as well, but I think Thomas, you know, Jake's been there before. Jake Clifford's a live chance there. Yeah, well, he's been obviously there before. Yeah. Didn't sort of work out for him at Newey, but um, no, I'm hearing good things about young Duffy. Does Chad finish the season at halfback? I don't think so. No. Nah. I think the writing's on the wall there. Yep. Clifford there and Duffy there. I, I think you're probably exactly right. The lock is Jason Taumalolo, potentially. Ruben Cotter there and Jake Granville, of course, in the mix for that. Leilua, Finifawaki, Nanai, Hess, Luki, Gajewski. Jeez, a good pack. Uh, mm. Reese Robson at hooker. Jermaine Tenor-Brown. Jordan McLean. New captains. Our man... Ruben Cotter yeah, and Tommy, Tommy Dearden. Tommy Dearden. A couple of yeah, Queenslanders. Look, I, th- I think this side, after the 2022 season where you mentioned they were one game away, should, probably should have won Yep. You can't, um, against Parramatta. Parramatta yep. threw that forward pass. Not getting into playing, it. Playing up there too. Not getting into it. I, I think this side probably were affected by the late start. Remember yep. how we had the um, we had the World Cup? Not, you know, A lot of those players were on that tour, especially in the forwards. The fact that, you know, Jeremiah Nanai had that super 2022 season. We talk about that second-year syndrome. I think that got to him a little bit. Yep. You know, everyone was wrapping him. He signed that big contract. So I expect them. They knew, they knew what they did wrong last year, especially the start. So I'm expecting to see the 2022 version of the Cowboys, and I think they can finish top four. Totally agree, Brian. The When you go through their team, 11 of the 13, if you had to choose a starting side, or in their 17, mm-hmm. you could have 13 or 14 players who have played for this state or better. Yep. Which, what you need. Yep. Especially in those key positions. Like, Drinky wasn't far away from, you know, there's whispers around that he might have been a full New South Wales fullback. I know he was training with them. Who knows to see? Yep. He might, he may well be after what we heard Madge say yesterday, saying he doesn't, he's not looking back, he's looking forward. I.e., that was a bit of a sly dig at the incumbents. Yes. Reese Robson's an incumbent. Yeah. Can I ask you this, Brian? Who would be your New South Wales number nine based on what we've seen to this point? Are you going with Reese? Are you going with Appy? Appy. Cookie? No? Nah, I'm going with Appy. You're going with Appy? But Re- Reese Robson did a terrific job, but I'm going with Appy. Okay. Um, just on. What about you? Uh, did you like. I did like the way Reese Robson played in Origin. Yeah, I, I. I love Appy. Okay. I love Appy. Reese yeah. Robson, he, he's a terrific player. I, I'd have them both. Yeah, because he, he, Robson can play in the back row. He can. At, at a pinch. He can, absolutely can. Um, they're all talking about those in the mix. Hylam Lukey, who's off contract, so is Finifawaki. Yeah. Um, well, that's, a, that's a tourist man. Just pronounce his 
Kill the cafe for the Fuyaki. Yes. <laughs> uh, the tourist nails it every time. Off in the Fuyaki. He, he's a gun. Yeah. Bit light up front, you think? They, they need Luciano back in form. He yeah. Was, well, know. don't forget, yeah, he missed out on. Yep. Didn't he miss out on half his season last year? Was that yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, Nanai. Yeah, he needs to get back to that. It's a good team, yes. Brian. Yeah, Michael Lukey. Yep. Uh, Cotter. What a superstar yeah. he is. And McLean, he was very good. Yep. I thought that was his best year in a couple of years. If you knew a cowboy had won the Dally M, you'd say it was who? Uh, drinky. Drinky. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be drinky. He might play Origin this year too. You just never, I never just know. Like, you know what? I like, I like teams that you have to travel to, i.e. like it's, it's, it is a trek going up there of and playing. Of course it is. So I think they've got to really use that to their advantage. Play a couple of day games. Yep. Really set the cat amongst pigeons. <laughs> Said pigeons. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. And just some NRL news too, by the way, just relating to us talking about the Cowboys. The Dragons, Brian, have made a secret bid for Jason Taumalolo. So Georgia Laura coach Shane Flanagan has made inquiries with Taumalolo's management in a bold bid to deliver the former Dallian winner to the Dragons' den this season. Taumalolo's camp made it clear the Cowboys' champion is happy in Townsville and has no intention of walking out of his $10 million contract. You know what I think about long-term contracts, Brian? Yes, I know. Can I just say this about the Dragons? And I know you've got to sign players, but... They are really heading into fixer-upper territory. Okay. Can I ask you this, though? If they come knocking on your door, this is the Cowboys, they say, Flano, we're, we're willing to give you a Dalian medalist for 500 grand. Would you take him? When you say for 500, what do you mean? Well, they're going to pay 500. He's on a million dollars. Yes. Cowboys want to move him. This is yep. all hypothetical. Yep. But they come up to Shane Flanagan. and Flanagan, If you're Shane Flanagan or you're the Dragons, are you taking that deal? I'm going to pay 500 grand for the next two years. Well, I'll actually, I'll ask Brooksy. He's the. Uh... But can I ask you? So that same, we'll we'll ask Brooksy. But that same uh, example that you give, if the Cowboys themselves were offered an identical player to Taumalolo for five hundred, would they take it? The Cowboys? No, well, they've got on the books. But they're essentially doing that. They're still going to be paying five hundred. I know, but they obviously don't. They, there's well, I don't know if they want to move him on. But you know what I'm saying, though. I, I do know what I'm saying. Yeah. I do know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what I'm saying too. Yeah. But if they want to move a big name player, yes who's on a million dollars, yep. he's the player. Yes. And there are whispers around, and usually in rugby league, loose lips yeah. sink. Yes. And there's not too many secrets in rugby league. So I think there has been chat around this. With the greatest respect to Chad Townsend, I I feel like Jake Clifford can do exactly what he could do. Okay. Well, he's so on, therefore, on a million. He's Tam- on a million. No, 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 he's on 800 or something, isn't he? I don't think he's on that much. Oh, I, I bet you he is. I, oh, what? If you can remove... With the greatest respect, who have been great players, Townsend and Taumalolo. Mm. Gee, that op- opens up some coin. Yeah. The best part of one and a half mil, one point two mil. Can I go back to my man over there, the little Steeler? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 <laughs> Stanley. Hey, still wool hair. Yeah. Um, if that scenario was brought upon the table for the next two years, which is uh, Taumalolo to the Dragons for five hundred k. Absolutely. Seven hundred. That's what they're missing. Hang on. Yeah, no, 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 no. You've Hang given on. me five hundred. Yeah, You've climber. given me five hundred. Where, where's the, the tipping point? Oh, yes. Where's yeah. the tipping point? Where's the tipping point? Six hundred. Honestly, like, yeah, I, I think seven fifty would be the absolute max. You take three quarters of that contract. They've got the Dragons' middles are a bit decimated. Like yep. they've lost a lot of their forward pack over the last few years. Bringing someone like Tom Malolo there, but the funny thing is with that news. Um, 
release is that the Taumalolo camps just nipped it in the bud straight away mm. before the Cowboys and the Dragons can negotiate anything like 500, 750. It would be a dream to have someone of that ilk in the Dragons pack after what we've lost over the last five, oh, yeah. six years. Yeah, but can I just say this? Can like, I just, yeah, can I just say something on that? If you get Taumalolo, you put Hunt in at nine. You put Running Hunt off in those at quick, nine and yeah, he would – Play the balls. He's, he, I reckon he's – He's a gun nine. Yeah, that, that all sounds good in principle, right? But if you're Jason Taumalolo, yeah, well, you're going to cop the same monthly paycheck regardless where you are. Yeah. So whether you stay in the Cowboys, which you probably love, or you go to the who, – who can win a competition, in the words of Brian Fletcher, or you go to the Dragons, in the words of Brian Fletcher, cannot, why would you do that? It might be, as they like to say, untenable. He's mm. lost his captaincy. We don't know what's going behind Yep. in the uh, – Behind closed but, doors. But behind closed doors, we're seeing this push to move. So you and I are both saying that Christian Welsh, not in the leadership group, yeah, obvious gone. snubbing. So therefore, it feels as though they'd be open to, see Christian, thanks for your service. Yeah, but if I'm Dragons and I've got the option, is that what you're trying to allude yeah. to here? The yep. option of going to Christian Welsh. No, if you're Jason Tamalolo. Oh, you think Storm? No, I'm just saying, why would you go to, well, maybe they take Christian Welsh and Jason Tamalolo. Goes down to the Melbourne Storm. Oh. That I could see happening. Because oh, you've had a bet on him. That I haven't. I will. You will. But I, ha- I haven't. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Now, we caught up with Gussie Wall, and you might be thinking, why'd you catch up with Gus? He's a rival. No. Sometimes there's bigger things than just rivalry. This man here has got behind a wonderful initiative called Gotcha for Life. In fact, not got behind it. He's the driving engine behind it. Uh, the partnership he has with Shore and Partners, and they're right behind the Summer of Surf Series. Here is the great man, Gussie Walland. Okay, one Brilliant. of the best in the business is a man about to join us. He is the engine behind Gotcha for Life. And thanks to Shore and Partners, Summer of Surf Series, we say hello to the great man, Gussie Walland. Hey, Sugar. G'day, Fletch. How are you, boys? Thanks uh, for having me on. Going good. Gus, before we get into this, what did you mm. make of the uh, of the cricket over the summer? Well, Pakistan were better than I thought. And mm. thank God the Windies won at the Gabra. Otherwise, that would have been a lead balloon. But mm. the one day is embarrassing, especially... Especially that game in Canberra. We're on the Cairns Triple M crew by quarter past six. There was meant to be another 50 overs played. So a real mixed bag. But, you know, the Aussies did what the Aussies expected to do, which was win everything except that Gabba one, which ended up being a bloody fantastic test because we lost, you know. So thank God for, for that. And test cricket needed that, that's for sure. What about, see, people are saying, and, you know, maybe I'm from the old school, mm. but they're saying this bowling attack is better than Warren, um, McGrath, Gillespie to to an extent. What what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, the, you'd have to say that they actually are in terms of stats. You know, these big three plus line are bigger than the big three. You you name those plus like a make a Brett Lee or a Casper yeah. as well as Warney. But yeah, I mean whether they've got the hearts and souls of the Australian, you know, is different. You know, those older blokes you talked about, everyone absolutely adored them, loved them. Um, and that's just something about what they did back in the day, especially Warney. Mm. But certainly stats-wise, yep, this new three-plus lino are the number one. Gussie, there's a Band-Aid, and it needs to be ripped because it's a great cause. Uh, gotcha for Life is, you know, it's got your paws written all over it or printed all over it. But yeah. this partnership with Shore and Partners, Summer of Surf Series, I didn't know that you loved a mad left-hander mm. and you were goofy-footed, <laughs> Gus. <Yeah. laughs> well, I've been rescued more than I've ever surfed, to be honest with you. But, yeah, yeah Shore and Partners, they, they came to me a few years ago when I'd started Gotcha for Life and said they wanted to support. And for any of your listeners that don't know Gotcha for Life, I started it 
at the end of the sort of the grill team, I suppose, on, on Triple M when, when Maddie, myself and MG were on it, I, I lost a friend of mine. He took his own life and I was gutted and I didn't know quite what to do and got an opportunity to talk about it on air one day and it just made me realise how many people out there, like like the three of us, that mm. we worry alone a bit too much. We're all a bit too much in banter all the time. We don't want to talk mm. about the stuff that's really important to us. So I was, I was lucky enough to get some funding and did a show on the ABC called Man Up and that really questioned masculinity and why we lose so many beautiful Aussie blokes every day to suicide if you you don't know the stats we lose seven blokes a day every day oh. two women every day and you know the number one way to, to die in australia now if you're a young australian male is suicide so mm-hmm. whatever we're doing we're not doing it well enough so we need to change our mindset and we need to work out who our best mates are and we need to be open and vulnerable with them when we need to be it doesn't mean we burst into tears every five minutes or have beep deep and meaningful conversations all the time but have someone in your life that you can just turn to and say you know what i'm faking it till i make it with everyone else but i need to tell you what's going on and got your life was started we've raised 17 million bucks so far we give that away to anyone that works in suicide prevention and i just want to get the suicide rate down to zero i want everyone to have someone they can talk to about the stuff that's truly troubling them um and saw and partners came on board a couple of years ago and they've been unbelievably helpful and and I, I just cannot thank them enough and they've got this uh they've got this summer of surf which i've got involved in now because there's so many young kids in particular out there patrolling our beaches that that need a bit of mental fitness you know they've got the physical fitness they they all look <laughs> sorry they all look fantastic all right, fine, but, but in terms <laughs> of like their mental fitness that's where we mm. need to work on them so we do a lot of work with um surf living surf life saving new south wales and Sean partners are a big part of that. Gussie, it's a it's a very important cause, and it wasn't a cause that I'd really given much attention to until one particular day. Uh, my dad, who is always the class clown in our family, and and he had um, pulled me aside, and he, he just wasn't himself this particular night. And he said, "Mate," and I won't say who it is because obviously it's very um, a precious sure. situation. But a family member, an extended family member, he says, "Mate, um, um, blah blah blah." Last night has you know, what tried to. Thankfully, the outcome wasn't uh, as dire as, as what in many cases are. Mm-hmm. And it just completely, it, it's not just about the person. It, it completely rattles you. And oh. I would try and contact this person. They wouldn't ask. So you're on eggshells as to could this happen again? And um, my per- perception and uh, perspective on this whole thing has totally changed to when I'd ran it. This is about 10 years ago. And and for the mm. record, the person in mind is absolutely flying. Their life is totally on track and, and they're absolutely flying. Great. But it, it's Great. such a serious in, uh, situation, is it, Gus? Oh, look, it doesn't discriminate either. You can, you can literally yep. see people, you think that they're flying, you think that everything's going well, but really they've just got that mask on so tight. My mate who took his own life, absolute champion, yeah. president of, of Palm Beach Surf Club. He was my boss at Toshiba. Uh, wife, three children. He took his own life on the day that his third and final child finished HSC. Should have been the best bloody day for Henry, all up at the Greengate Hotel, mm. Kalara having a few beers, enjoying that moment. And then we find out wow. that his father, my mentor, had taken his own life. And it just nailed us. And scientists tell you there's 170 people get affected by every suicide. But believe me, there's a thousand oh, people yeah. at my mate's wedding, at funeral, and, you know, all the people that are still affected by it. Um, so that's why I just say to people, we're not bursting into tears all the time and having no. these big, deep, meaningfuls. But please, with your best mates, mm. at least allow yourself to be able to be real with them um, outside of banter. And that's what that's what Gotcha for Life has been set up for. 
Gussie, if, if you do have a mate and he comes to you, and um, what's your advice coming from the person who is getting told this story? Because, I've, you know, luckily for me, I haven't really been around mm. um, much of the suicide sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. I'd imagine then you're putting pressure on the person listening. And does that person then need to... Uh, get say to say to this fella, oh, it's probably not up to me. You should go and get professional help. Like, or is there it's, courses it's, you have to do for mental health? Oh, look, there's all sorts of stuff, and I'm calling it mental fitness because I think mm. it's got a better positive mental ring fitness. to it. Mental health's got a bad rap, but if we yep. talk about we're building mental fitness, we're 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 basically working those invisible muscles in your head, that emotional muscle that is so powerful, but we very rarely put any time and effort into it. Mm. But if a bloke comes to you, Fletch, a it's a you know, really beautiful thing to happen because for a bloke to go to another bloke and say, hey, I need your help is unbelievable. So give them the respect that they deserve. And if you don't have the answers, which most of us don't, say to them, thank you so much for coming to me. You and I now are a team. We're going to get Mm. you the help that you need and then go ahead and get the help that you need. And that might mean go straight to a hospital. It might mean take a day off work with him and go get a mental health plan at the local doctor. Whatever it is, you're now on that journey with them because you don't want that person to ever worry alone again. You don't know how long they've been struggling with this. So if they open up to you, that's an unbelievable thing for a friendship to have. Remember, we've got two ears and one mouth. We should use... Yep. But in that ratio. So, Gus, you're talking about seven young um, adults or men uh, daily. Yep. Has, has that come down at all, or has it gone up? What 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 is the, the what do the stats say? They came down a little bit through COVID, but Good. then they're going up a mm. little bit. So we've we're sort of around that seven men, two women, nine Aussies. But boys, on top of that, we have sixty five thousand attempts a year in Australia. So that's one every few minutes. So we've had a couple since we've been chatting. So that's a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know. Your listeners may not know. I didn't know those stats before I got involved with Gotcha for Life. So for me, it's all this stuff that we don't know that we need to educate ourselves on. And then check in with your mates. Check in and say, hey, you know you can talk to me about anything, right? Even if I don't have the answers, we'll go on that journey together. And that's the best bit of friendship that you can have, going through the good and the bad together. Hey, Gussie, um, I don't know if they have these these stats, but is there a best guess as to why like is it a financial thing is it relationships is it is it just depression what what sugar it? it's yeah. exactly what you just said 90 percent is relationships and finance you put right. those two together it's even worse but yeah that's what people tend to not cope with men in particular mm. you know something goes wrong you don't get to see your kids you got your business goes down the tubes then really quickly they can make that decision to go you know what i'm out of here so they're making a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. They're not then reaching out to friends to go, right, this is my situation. Can you help me? Um, and that's been instilled in us all our life. You know, just get on with it. Don't whinge. Don't be that bloke in the group that can't handle their own shit. Yeah. No. Mm. We need to start thinking it's man up and speak up rather than man up and shut up. Yeah. Mm. But can I just say, Gussie, how long are your ad breaks uh, in the rush hour? Because goodness, goodness me, it's we're, been we're long. Just Del and long I think they're playing more songs. Yeah, they won't let keep... uh, Jude and Del talk without me. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah. I'm about, I'm they'll, about put to their, say. they'll put their foot in it. I can just nah, good on you, Gussie. You're a good man. Is the Del train going to uh, Vegas? Yes. No, no. I think there was a visa issue. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm going. I'm actually getting the week off. And I'm literally just going, having a few days in LA, then going to the game and, yeah, having a bit of fun with a few mates over there and then back into it. So the boys are staying here. I think Candace Warner's coming in for me. 
So there'll be at least a, a prettier outlook than the one we have at the moment. Well, maybe you and I, Gus, should do a bit of a drive home because I'll be over there. We could do a drive show over there. Yeah. Coming back, just you and I, just locked in some... Yeah. Well, you'll be drinking... Uh, I'll be drinking vodka with you. It'd be like we are the world. Imagine? Two biggest stars in radio Me, going together. you and Hugh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll have a yarn. I'll see if Russell... I'll see if Russell will come over as well. That's uh, Peter Russell Clark. That's what they were hoping, weren't they? The Gladiator and the Wolverine. Jacko's looking good at the moment. That would, he's yeah. just in the Wolverine I, movie. Yeah, I think the Wolverine um, might just have him at the moment. Yeah, uh, he's looking a bit chubby, isn't he? The big yeah. fellow at the moment. He's yeah. not serving and volleying down there at the Woolamoy Courts that he used to be doing nah. now. So he's, <laughs> no, no he's fasting. more from the baseline. <laughs> Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And this man here last year, he was terrific, Matthew John. So we promoted him. We're going to give him two days a week this week, uh, this year rather, Monday and Thursday through 2024. And if that's not enough, morning glory on Fridays. The great Matthew John's, here he is. The great man, Matthew John's, back with morning glory. That starts mm. tomorrow. And this time, Brian, if we look in the camera, you can see him. Wave to Matthew. Not wearing his pyjamas today. Hello, Matthew Johns. Ma, ma, what about that, boys? I, I never knew until uh, my young bloke Jack tipped me. He said, I looked over and uh, I said, was the camera? I was on camera last week. And he said, yeah, obviously. Mate, I was in my pyjamas. I was just walking around in my pyjamas. What do you go. wear? What sort of pyjamas are you? Are you a Peter Alexander type of guy or is it just like old footy shorts and a beer singlet? Old mate, an old uh, old pair of shorts and an old t-shirt. Fletch. Last mm. week I had my Minnesota Vikings yeah. t-shirt on. <laughs> how, can I ask you this? And this is uh, included on on everyone here, a tourist as well. How often are you changing your sheets, washing your sheets at home? <laughs> Look, Trish is pretty particular. She washes them probably once a week. Mm. Like when I when I first moved out of home and moved down to Newcastle by myself and a couple of blokes. I, I was down there for three years and never washed them once. <laughs> yeah. I went to China. Mate, they honestly, I tried to, mum peeled them off and they, they almost shattered. <laughs> I got this, I got one of those real, because I saw it on, uh, I saw it on TikTok. So what I did, I got the, um, the vacuum cleaner, the Dyson vacuum cleaner that you can actually see. Oh. The, the stuff can yeah, sucked yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, You oh. love that stuff. I love it stuff. But I got the extra one. I boosted it <laughs> right. to maximum suction. Yep. And you should have seen what came out. Of All the these sheets. Oh, heavy. Oh. No, of the, the the sheets were gone. The mattress. Oh, you should have seen all these little like you know how bed, bed bugs. Really? Oh wow, mate! And then I got a um, magnifying glass and I zoomed in on You're them. You're a sicko. I'm I know I'm sick for this. Yeah. But you want to know what's going on? I filled up the cartridge, all full of bed bugs Did and you? all lice. What? Are they like? Oh, mate, it's rank. Are it's they like rank. little fleas or what are they? They're like little white things with little maggots. Yeah, with um, sharp teeth. Oh, where do maggots really? come from, by the way? Are you fed income? Yeah, no, where fly, d- fly larva. Is it? Yeah, oh. Jeff Maggot. Yeah, I didn't that's, why, that's why. That's <laughs> why Jeff Taggart. That's why that's David Taggart. That's why he can't have it. Um, Go on, my son. Now, Matthew, 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 Matthew. We were talking yeah. about uh, Super Bowl, and you've been to one. Have you been to one yeah. or a couple? Or a couple? No, I've been to one. Kansas City Chiefs versus Forty uh, Nine Super Bowl Fifty. Oh, oh same yeah. game. Same game. Yeah. Super. Oh. It was, it Jimmy was, Garoppolo. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, they were leading at half time with and if Trish being uh, Italian descent, she was uh, she was cheering for the forty ers which has a big Italian presence, San Francisco. Mm. And I said and they were leading at half time and I said, mate, there is no way Garoppolo will get him home. Mom. Oh no. 
Are you there, Grobolo? That's why I can't realize. I can't believe they're outsiders again. The um, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Mate, yeah. there's no way they'll lose. I've launched, haven't I, Fletch? Yeah, he yeah. has launched. I've launched on the on the champion. Uh, he's only oh. ever lost one Super Bowl. He's been there three well, times, I, Maddie. I, Brady was the one who beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I'm that confident that. Um, that uh, the Chiefs will win. I had a bet on the 49ers at the start of the year, and I cashed out. Oh. Yep. I've, uh, yeah, I, I cashed out uh, when when it went through. When when as soon as Kansas City won and went through, I just cashed out on on San Francisco. What did yep. you pay? What was your cash out? Well, I'm not proud. This is this is a pretty ordinary story. Uh, I have had 20 bucks on him, and I've cashed out 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring that tomorrow then. Okay. Bring bring that tomorrow to lunch. Yeah. You can you yeah, can buy me. I will. Hey, what about um, so yeah, yeah. Mike Shanahan has his son. Tourists, am I right in saying his son is now coaching the 49ers? Kyle Shanahan, yes. Yes, Kyle Shanahan. And Ed mm. McCaffrey, who won with Mike Shanahan, yep. his son, Christian McCaffrey, is playing. Yep. Just have a listen to this. This yeah. is um, uh, McCaffrey, the young fella named... Christian. Christian McCaffrey, who's, who should win the MVP by about tonight for the whole competition. Here's him talking about his dad. Friday in my off periods, like, he would come pick me up when I was in high school. We'd, we'd go, you know... Like, go off get an period in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Get an IV. What? Oh yeah, we're get we're getting just saline IVs game day. Because I remember one game I cramped. I cramped against Grandview High School, like my sophomore year, first game in the fourth quarter. Calf cramps, double calf cramps. He's like, you're never cramping never again. again. IVs never cramped again. So what he would do is the dad would turn up to his oh. school, drag him out uh, on game day to go and get a drip to get a saline to avoid cramps, and then one day he tells a story later on this clip. His dad rang up and gave him a gobful for wearing jeans to school, saying they're too heavy on the legs. Oh, they're a bit soft, oh, the Yanks. <laughs> I think I'm just I'm discovering they're a bit soft. But people are saying this is what's led to the Cooper John's retirement. This same <laughs> same kind of carry on, Matthew. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Overbearing, <laughs> like Brian Wilson's old man. That's who I learned my craft <laughs> off. It, but it's right. If McCaffrey doesn't make it, like there's a movie about his old man just being a complete monster. It's like the outcome always dictates the, the narrative, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. It's got to be the demure areas you're yeah. in. Yeah. Hey, um, Matthew, we were talking early. We were talking earlier. <laughs> earlier. What's he doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he is. Siberia. <laughs> Matthew, um, Mate, uh, the jacked we, up. we once went, me, me and my dear friend Brian Carney, right? In 2001, when I was over playing with Wigan, the footy show got in touch with me and said, listen... We'll give you an all-access pass to Wimbledon if you can just go there and do a couple of skits. We said, yep. So they gave us all-access. Me and Brian went there. And, mate, we, it was unbelievable. We were in the players' lounge and we're sitting down having lunch and uh, Demir was right next to us. <laughs> and a uh, fair bit of intensity going on there. <laughs> What's wrong with people, Brian? Why do they do that? Oh, I don't know. He's... What is the matter with people? Um, Matthew, uh, we were talking earlier about the jacked-up Olympics. Are you, uh, are you for that? Because I, I, what I want... I want to see Usain Bolt on the gear and see how much faster oh. his world record time would be. If they had the jacked up Olympics, the normal Olympics, it would just it would die a slow death. Mm. Because I mean, why would you? It's like going right. I'm going to the Formula Ones, and then go. Well, sorry, you're going to the Formula Ones. I'm going to go to the local go go karting. <laughs> just please. But like, you're, you're going to watch fan? someone run ten point oh five. We're going to run watch someone run seven seconds. <laughs> 
wasn't more exciting. You reckon? <laughs> That's what I want to see. I, and I then die. And then die as they go across the finishing line. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be great because uh, <laughs> oh, no. that's what I'm thinking, the heart failure and all that sort of stuff. But um, our, our stable mate, James Magnuson, has come out and publicly said, mm. I'm not speaking out of school here, he said, fill me, fill me full of the grouse and I'll break the record. He thinks he thinks he'll break his own Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks he'll break his own. Really? Yeah, mate. He's he's out there, mate. How good is how good's a missile? There's just he's man. He, he says some outrageous things. That's why we love him. Would no you filter, so has he? He's got no filter. Yeah, but no. would you be thinking about because we're getting a bit older in our age, Matthew? You're in your fifties. Mm. I'm turning fifty this year. What about getting on sort of testosterone replacement therapy? Yeah. Well, there was always the threat, wasn't there, Fletch? That when like you're playing, they said, mate, if you get on that stuff, your balls will shrink up. Well, that doesn't really worry me anymore. <laughs> so, but you would like. I, sp- I don't want to have well, too much. I don't want to have too much. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to. Well, be... That's the big thing they're all yeah. talking about is testosterone replacement, topping up. Yeah. yeah I, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I let's have a crack. I think we'll have a crack. What time would you run, Brian? Just yeah. out of well, interest, over hundred now. Me. Yeah. Hundred? No, over hundred. What time would you run? You reckon? <laughs> would you crack fourteen seconds? I, I, if I, oh. if I was under fifteen seconds, I'd be happy. Yeah, far out. I'd beat. I'd How beat. I'd beat Matthew. I'd beat yeah. MJ. Would you? He can't. Yeah, run. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't be under twenty. I wouldn't. Be, I can't run. I wouldn't make twenty. But it's it's interesting. If you went to your local doctor, and I know a few people that have done it, gone to the local physician, hadn't been feeling well, loss of muscle mass. Tired mm. uh, all the time, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and went and got um, that testosterone topped it up to normal levels. Mm. They said they'd never felt better. I just don't like needles. That's the thing. I don't like needles, Brian. Well, I there's another way you can take it, like rub it into your skin, or yeah, you can take it, uh, <laughs> drink it orally. Yeah, uh, you could probably get it up the chiminda. I'd imagine. <laughs> I, I'd imagine there's a. I mean, if you can't, like, because some people, you know, with kids, sometimes yeah. they can't because they, they they can't swallow and they're yeah. babies. With adults, they have the same sort of mm. reflex. So, chiminda, boom, all of a sudden, you're sleeping better, yes. you're looking better, mm. and you run some yeah. 12 seconds. Now, now you, you blokes are on the in, right? We're going down a strange rabbit hole. Yeah. I was, it just came to me, I was listening today to a podcast with the great Niall Rogers, right, with Louis Thoreau, and he was saying about a big go in New York uh, in the heavy days when everyone was like, you know, taking heroin and lost it. Stuff going on. I don't know. I really, I can't. Don't really know why I'm saying this, and can't believe I'm saying it. But there was a big thing called. Uh, they called it, um, yeah, spitballing or something like that. So people were taking methadone, put it in their mouth to get the buzz, hold it there for three minutes, and then spit it back in the methadone and sell it on. Uh, I recommend people don't do that. I don't want to give people any this ideas. Is, don't do it. Jail, kids, but, uh, a jail story. I, yeah, it's yeah. Hey, um, Matthew, let's talk about... Well, you just led me here. Yeah, I know, I did. I did. There's a, are you in yeah, some I'm sort sorry. of RSL or something? What's all that noise in the background? Someone doing a badge draw? Oh, it's Trish. She's, she's cooking. Uh, one sec. Hey, hey, Trish, guys, can you just keep it down? Hey, Coops, keep it down. <laughs> keep, no, keep it down. There's no one there. No. There's no one there. There's no one there. No. Thanks for listening to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget, live, we are on the airwaves through SEN, wherever you may be listening, Monday to Friday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., daylight savings times. If you want to have your say uh, belatedly, perhaps you can get us through social media, TikTok, Twitter, 
Instagram, Threads, at Joel Fletch SEN. And don't forget to subscribe to our, our, our new, or newish, SEN League channel on YouTube. We'll catch you next time.